thank you so much for being with us today. Welcome to the Roll Down Podcast. My name is Cutler, and I'm very pleased that you're joining us this afternoon or this evening, or maybe even very early in the morning if you're listening to this live from the Northern Hemisphere. I'm very, very pleased to uh, be joined by our guest, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, I want to introduce my co-host, the wonderful Sol. Sol, thank you very much for being here, as always. Uh, lovely, lovely to be here, as always. And, um, I mean, this man... Look, I've titled the episode OCE's TFT Prodigy. And we prodigy. might get... You might, maybe prodigy. he's a prodigy... Oh, yeah. Maybe all uh, we can do is, is play Squid. We don't know. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. And look, I'm really, really pleased to welcome Chunga to the episode. Chunga, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it feels good to be uh, here. Thank Wait. you so much. Well, guys, um, look, you guys know what the roll down's all about. Look, we're here to promote OCE, SEA, TFT. Not only that, we're here to promote great people in the community. And we're going to talk to a... a Chung and tonight, a, a lot about uh, a bunch of different topics to do with the game. But first of all, I want to sort of get his, as with everybody the last few weeks, opinions on set six. How are you doing in set six, Chung? Are you liking the set? Are you loving it? You're hating it? <laughs> uh, set six. So um, I told you, I talked to you guys a bit before we went live about how I would just it didn't click for a long time. So I think for this set at least, I start off really slow compared to other sets because. For a month prior, I was just playing Valorant every day. So like, I didn't, I didn't play as much PBE. So I actually had no fucking idea what I was doing. And then, so I started off like hard stuck 0 LP, took a brief trip to GM at 200 LP, then went back to 0 LP. And I was just hard stuck there for like a million games. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys watched, but I did a 24 hour stream trying to hit Challenger in one sitting. Yeah. That didn't work, that didn't work out. <laughs> Sorry, a bit of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that didn't work out. So, uh, but I think I just like, after a while it clicked. So I just, uh, what was, what didn't click at the start was I didn't know how to play from lower openers. So like some, some openers are just unplayable. Like you just, you just, you just do them. Right. So in the past sets, there was always like an out, like you could roll down a three, two for forgotten. You could full open for stimmy and play sins or play Volkos. But this set, I didn't really have it. But then once I found it, it, it clicked. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I want to talk to you a little bit about these low roll openers. Do you still think that mm -hmm. they're like. Like you're just ruined at the moment if you low roll. Like it's oh no 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 for sure. Like if you low roll at the moment, there's infinite outs. There's infinite outs. You could okay. low roll augments, but you could just full open, and you can the our the current outs that I'm playing at least are uh, Katarina. Katarina is a good out if you low roll opener, and Yordle into Arcanist is really good as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot of value to be had in Orc in uh, in Arc and any Yordles, right? You know, you're basically like yeah, always yeah. guaranteeing yourself some extra gold. Yeah. Yeah, and also Vex is like a five cost. Vex is, Vex is, Vex is, is beyond broken. That, that, <laughs> that unit is beyond broken. You put a Bramble Vex on him and he doesn't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vex is yeah, he actually doesn't die. That unit is beyond illegal. That's what's starting to click as well. That unit is beyond illegal. So yeah. you were telling me before stream that you basically played solo queue all day today. How'd that go? <laughs> uh, it was okay. I, it had like pretty middling results. I think I was up like 10 LP by the end of it, but pretty like all, all over the place. But... I am slowly learning, uh, as literally what Chilman just described, uh, with low roll openers. I mean, the key is to figure out the low roll openers right now, because the high roll openers yeah. play themselves out. Yeah, when the so high roll openers do the set, literally play themselves out. <laughs> yeah, if you get a high roll opener, you just turn off brain, you autopilot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You get, like, you get Rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just... you high roll bruises, like, you high roll upgraded bruises, craft star, it's like, you turn your brain off, like, it doesn't matter. But uh, it's the low roll openers that are, like, the skill testing right part, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
That's what but, says um, uh, the good players apart from the... Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Because they know how to play their battle weapons, right? And then they, they min-max their LP gains, and then it's the Holy Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I think that, like... Yeah, so I was going to say, I, I think that, yeah, it did click that, like, Cat and... Um, particularly Vex. Vex is the one that was, like, I was thinking, like, has to be, like, the best out, because um vex with bramble which is hard counters all like the the dgen cat bosses in every lobby right mm -hmm. so you're guaranteed to farm like two like one to two people every time like who are just playing sins because you just have a vex with bramble that can't die but yeah. uh yeah yeah right other than that uh hmm. play more games <laughs> yeah um, more games more games more games more games uh Trigger, are you playing uh, any duo mode at the moment uh i played some of angora that, that guy that guy doesn't play doer. He's he's trying to climb ladder, so he ditched it. So I played some of um admiration as well. Uh I played with Donald Dinier and TXE as well. Yeah. How, how's it going? What do you think of the mode? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Uh it's it's a full cost reroll meta. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> well, also I don't I don't think it's like as fun in first at least, because like because like they don't there's not enough competition, I think, if you're yeah. doing first. Because you're versing a lot of like gold and like flat players yeah so i think if i did want to take door seriously i'd play in an a yeah, yeah for sure fair enough yeah. a bit like our previous guests jose and keith i mean i think they're yeah, like yeah. rank three they're, and they're four or something at the moment on na like yeah. 4500 yeah it's more fun i think if you're versing better mm -hmm. players yeah absolutely no no i totally totally agree <laughs> even like i mean i think my lp is like 3400 or something like that i feel like half the games i'm getting i'm seeing like silver borders mm. you know like people just yeah because like the boards and duos get like so like capped especially when like you play with actual like good players as well it's like the way i like to think about the runes is the runes are just better nikos like they're, they're nikos that also just give you like this items like from your partner basically yeah, like, like, it's, it's, it's actually it's, it's actually worth infinite gold. Yeah, the, the runes are just like has so much freaking value. I'm just so crying. So like, I feel like there's so much skill expression when you play with like when you play with actual good players, and the lobbies just get super super close. But, yeah, because yeah, I think right now at least because if you're versing against noobs, no, no flame. But if you're versing against noobs, you can greet the runes, right? But like if you're versing against oh, actual yeah. good players, they get, they punish you, right? So you have to like yeah. think about yeah, using yeah, yeah. your runes for tempo and stuff like that, and then yeah. it just changes the whole dynamic of duos. Yeah, right yeah, now it's just like sack your rune to like you hit a two star lux, send it through, and you get a lux series. Yeah, that, that's how you play. Yeah, that, that, that was literally like the first thing I realized. Like, was just the power of just like burning them as soon as like possible to spike your board, like mm -hmm. get these items going. Like, you know, like you you you're missing like you're missing like TF two Morello component. Boom, you have like TF Morello like blue buff good to go, and it's like full streak, and it's just insane. But yeah. Yeah, because another thing is I think you take too little damage. So, like, you can also just full sack mercs. One guy full sacks mercs, like, okay. So when I was playing Vamoration, it was just, like, me or him. Whoever got the merc opener, we just played mercs. And we would, we would be 12 loss, 40 HP. Like, it, that's yeah. not legal. And then we guarantee yeah. cash out because we have Rune of Allegiance as well. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's only... so broken. Because your teammate can help you cash out, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah your, teammate your teammate can literally help you cash out. So your yeah. teammate can help you do way too many things. Like the um the syndicate augment that gives you gold for every two surviving syndicates. Oh, the payday. The payday. Payday, payday, payday works right? when your yeah. syndicates go to help your friend. So you end up with like <laughs> you end up with like broken. ten gold around. I was playing a Kali and I ended up like level nine at like five two or something with fifty gold because I was just winning every fight, so double fights. You know. So there's lots of like fun stuff in that mode that's like you know will be like figured out as more time goes on but it's probably looking yeah. a bit like right now i definitely play it for fun on like yeah it's definitely for fun right now 
for sure. But it's still in beta, so long way to go. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they'll take it away pretty soon anyway. It has a lot of potential, don't get me wrong. Infinite yeah. potential. I think it's a really strong start. Like it's a, it's a it's a really strong start. Like some of these mechanics that like I thought just sounded like terrible on paper, like actually like play out really well. I thought the whole like your teammate coming to like your like your teammates units coming to your board would be like the most dumbest shit ever, but it's actually so fun. There's nothing funnier. There's nothing funnier than you getting railed in a fight and all of a sudden your teammate comes in with his entire yeah. two-star board and is gonna do the fight. It's too fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually too fun. Like I swear. And it, but like even even to, like a strategical stage, it does like make you think of like about like like you know, like how, how strong you wanna be like as like a team or like your teammate can, like Compensate for your board being weak, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Chunga, talk to me a little bit about what your goals are for the set. I know last set you were, like, you literally uh, like so close to, so yeah. close to that world spot. You know, like, is that is that the ultimate goal for you? Represent the region at the world championships. Yeah, ideally, ideally. Or uh, my two main goals are to one win worlds and two make duo worlds of Angora. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, nice. love that. <laughs> Those are my two main goals. I love that. Uh, and um, would you say that uh, we talked a little bit about the competitive scene last week on our, on our podcast? You know, with all the big announcements that are coming out at the moment, do you think that's a step in the right direction for the competitive scene in in OCE? Uh, it's definitely a step, but I mean, I, the the reality is, I don't think we're ever getting more than two slots. Mm. Yeah, yeah. probably give, we had one slot again, right? I, can't, I, can't I think it's one slot again. Yeah, the dream ah, is two fuck. slots. Well, two slots would be beautiful. Ah, fuck. I don't think we're getting anyone with two slots, but, but uh, yeah, I, I think it is currently still one slot, which sucks. But I mean, two slots ah, and two fine. duo it's, slots? Question mark. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Copium. It's fine. No, the thing is, the thing is, have, the the bad thing about having one slot is, is like at the top, the top tier, all the players are like, I'd say, equally skilled, right? Mm. So it just depends whoever high rolls more on the day. Yeah, and you, yeah, that's that's not ideal. I, I mean, Tony is always going to come down to who who you know like was like more switched on, who high rolled a bit more on the day, no matter what. But um, mm -hmm. I think with two slots, it just feels a lot less bad. Yeah, it, it definitely feels less bad. <laughs> two slots, I mean, obviously, just feels infinitely less bad, right? Like one slot just it just feels a bit like a fiesta, and two slots is like, oh, okay, cool. Like those guys deserved it, you know. But yeah, yeah, I want to um, I want to talk a little bit about about those last tournaments that you played in Tringer, but we're going to move on to sort of our main topic now. And Sol yeah. came to me last week and, and he said to me, I was looking at Tringer's LOL chess and realized he started playing like a year ago. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I signed set four. Okay, that's fucking crazy to begin with. Let me just say that for, for a start. <laughs> I want to... So... We we sort of had this discussion and we wanted to sort of uh, talk to you. That's why we wanted to have you on the show. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I've got here, like, from never playing the game to, like, learning ladder, almost qualifying for Worlds in, like, a set, basically. Like, one full set. Uh -huh. Can you talk yeah. to me and talk to us uh, a little bit about that journey for you? Like, what got you started in TFT? When were you like, oh, oh shit, maybe I'm really good at it. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I should be in tournaments. Like, talk us through that journey a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, where do I start? Well, I, I always liked, like, deck building games, like, and, like, strategy games, kind of. So, like, I used to play Pokemon TCG. I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, then I moved on to, like, Dota Auto Chess and Hearthstone. So, so stuff like that. And then I, I was just always, like, 
really into those kind of games. And then, I don't know, I think I watched a YouTube video of like this guy's toast or some shit. And then he was playing TFT. I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. And I've never played League before. Though. So like, oh, wow. I was okay. like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, let, me, let me just jump right in. So like at the start, it was just more like learning what the, what the units were named. Like all these names, like there's like 50,000. So yeah. I, had, I had to learn like what they did, what the names were, what they looked like. Then after a while, yeah, it just kind of like. Uh, it had to have been super tough because like TFT has a bunch of just assumed knowledge, like. Yeah, like, I, 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 didn't, I had to stuff. like I had to learn that. I yeah, I, I started off in set four, so it was kind of easy. I just played brawl ash every game at the start. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just chuck like six brawls on your board. Yeah, it's ash like, in the back line. You, you see the brawler Malkai, the brawler Kench. Yeah, yeah, play. yeah. All right, bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, that's, that's how I started. And I, I started with Chosen, right? So Chosen was like a whole new mechanic for me as well. So um, yeah. coming from Dota Auto Chess, where there was no Chosen, so seeing Chosen was like, oh, this is so cool. I got a free two-star, and then it gives me two trades. So yeah, that was pretty fun. But at the start, I, I watched a lot of streams, I think. I watched a lot of streams on how to get better. And I had like people in the community coach me as well at the start. I also remember that. I don't know. Uh, at the start, Mina coached me a lot. Fishball coached oh, me a lot. Mina. Yeah, I yeah. remember uh, yeah. Even Alt VG coached me a lot, and that guy's a that guy's a Pepe laugh. No flame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alt VG coached me once upon a time. Once upon a time, oh. when he was good. No flame. He was good. <laughs> <laughs> let me um, <laughs> let me let me ask this question: When did you mm -hmm. know you were going to be like really good at TFT? Like, what was that point when you were like, "Oh shit." Like, maybe I can uh, go for Challenger here, or, like, maybe I can push beyond oh. Masters. Oh. I mean, I always thought I had... I, I was good. Like, yeah. I, I for sure, like, I think, like, I had the ability. I just had to figure it out first. Like, I always thought, like, oh, if I put, like, time into it, I could probably, like, climb to rank one. And eventually I did. So, yeah. Let me ask you a, a card game question, because I did a very mm -hmm. similar thing. I started, I started playing Pokemon TCG competitively, Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, um, I played, I played completely as well. It was fucking oh, lit. Holy shit! I found, I found infinite trips to America. Was it? Yeah, me too. What the fuck? How, how do I? Yeah. How like, the... Have I not like met you before or something? Are we like friends in no, real life or some I, shit? I, I, I quit around 2010. Oh shit! Oh, so that you, was a while ago. you quit like just after, like. Because no, I played when I was in like high school. I played in high school yeah, 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 a right. bit in secondary school, and then I quit for a bit. I came back for one year, 2010 or 2011, and won that, and then I, I quit after that. So you quit after God of War Gallade, basically, like SP. What was the last? What was the last? Oh, I can't remember. It was um. I know the the last nationals I won was Dialga. This guy won a Pokemon Nationals Wait, and I've cracked. never met you before. This is insane. <laughs> this is crazy. I feel like I'm living in the in a fucking simulation. Nah, because I I, 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 I I tilted at worlds. Like I, I just grieved. Like I, I went seven zero in Swiss and I lost in round one of thing and then I just I just got, I that's funny as fuck because I started playing competitive Pokemon TCG in 2011. So oh, like the year after, oh, you oh, started after I quit, you started. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, it was. So I basically played up until like 2017. So I pl I played like seven years worth, like all the oh, way through, basically through that entire cool. thing. And that's cool. I mean, that's crazy. So nah, TG, TG is so fun. It was so fun. I yeah, loved, I loved Pokemon for years, and and Soul yeah. plays Magic. Magic. 
I'm a magic player, and I uh, I played some Yu-Gi-Oh as well. You mentioned you played Yu-Gi-Oh. I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I played Yu-Gi-Oh. I was never good at Yu-Gi-Oh. There were just people oh, okay. that were way better than me. Also, Yu-Gi-Oh, oh, the decks were too expensive. Did you, you play comp? Did you play? Did you competitive? Or I, I, like, I did. I did. I played a few regionals. <laughs> I played the nationals of Yu-Gi-Oh. Wait, as well. do, do you remember what like formats you played? <laughs> I played. I played Dark Arm Dragon. Oh, do you like that? Okay. Teledad, I played, yeah, like, I played, I played yeah, Teledad. Yeah, I remember Teledad. I tell that was a dumb hero, but... With Crush Card Virus is, and shit like that? Uh, yeah, for viewers who don't know what that is, like, basically, long story short, like, decks were, like... Basically, decks were, like, 700 to, like, 1k back then, I think. Dude, something crazy like that. One yeah. Dark Arm Dragon was $300. That was, was like, it, that was it. Yeah, I was, like, 12 years old. I was 12 years old. I had three of them. I felt like a sure. beast. Yeah, there's literally never... Well, until, like, 2014, there wasn't ever a $300 Pokemon card, basically. Like, yeah. my very first Pokemon deck was, like, 50 bucks. And I was at a Nationals, basically. Wait, there's $300 Pokemon cards now? Wait, I saw that Tropical Wind. Yeah, like... Tropical Beach and Wind oh, were, easily, like, 300 yeah, bucks. Easily. Pokemon went crazy during COVID, but yeah. Oh, now? I mean, now it's even fun. Oh, yeah, now, now it's crazy. I still got the Pokemon Pokemon was, I still got the Logan Paul and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to change the name of this to the uh, Roll Down Card Game Podcast. So... We're just pivoting TCGs, you know? Yeah, we're just going to go back to TCG. Loki TCG was a big part of my life, so it was yeah. really fun. Me too. Yeah. I also went Just to Hearthstone after that as well. Did that yeah, it, was like of... the it was a natural transition, right? Like, yeah, it is. It was, it was. <laughs> Except much more expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent Paid infinite away. money on Hearthstone, I think, when it first yeah, came same, out. Right? And now I'm just yeah. left with a bunch of dust. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're not even pay to win. It's just pay to, even... it's pay to play. It's like pay to have a chance at winning. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> pay to, pay to be good. The other guys. You start running into the other guys who also dumped like thousands of the game. You're just like, oh shit, now I have to actually be good. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's uh, get back on track, I guess. Should we just talk about TFT <laughs> or some <laughs> shit, I guess? I mean, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, guys. Look, okay. Back to TFT. Trigger, I want to know. I want to sort of ask you a little bit. I mean, I, I haven't really. When I tune into your streams, you know, especially after the. Uh, the world's like the world's qualifying tournament. You sort of immediately pivoted to playing Valorant. Oh you yeah. You sort of like you were sort of like you know I'm out uh, of TFT for a bit. I'm taking a little break. Yeah. Like you didn't really get a chance to sort of talk about uh, talk about that sort of experience. I'd love to hear in your own words like how that tournament went for you, like the feelings surrounding it, that kind of thing. Uh, honestly, I, I choked so hard. I choked that tourney so hard. I saw off like one 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 or some shit, and I I didn't even qualify. That was my bad. I mean, there was there was this issue with my power going out, but at the end of the day, I don't think it even matters because like I don't know if I fought. Okay, so I'll tell you guys the situation. My power went out in the last game, hmm. and I needed to outplace Esha, I think. Yeah. And I I only outplace Esha if I don't fight Soy. So yeah. admiration admiration was playing Sins, and my board was clumped up for Sins. So mm -hmm. my power went out before I could switch positioning against the two other Lucian players. So it only matters if I verse the Lucian player, pretty much. And I don't know who I verse, that's the thing, because I can't go back and look, right, because my screen has died. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know who I verse, so I, I just never know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's brutal. <laughs> I wish yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. Estra's perspective in that tourney, but yeah. What was Estra's perspective? Do you know who I fought? Uh, I, don't, I, don't I, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. I, 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 just, remember. Remember. I just remember Estra making it, and I'm like, yeah, wait, the rest is history. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, after that, I was just beyond tilted. So I just pivoted Valorant, played Valorant for a month straight. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm back. You're back. So, I'm back, baby. I'm, I'm back. It's I'm time. Fucking back. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, let me ask you, and I don't want this to to seem like silly or anything. Has your, has your power gone out since? Is it just like only yeah, TFT twenties that uh, people's uh, power uh, go out? It's gone out since. Like I don't know. Oh, really? There's this thing with my power where I think I don't know what triggers it. We still haven't found out, but sometimes my power just go out. Is, and you're in like spots. you're in like a city you're like you're pretty close to i'm in i'm in the suburbs right now mm. so it, it just dies and then there's also another thing my internet my internet's beyond shit beyond that's everyone in australia basically <laughs> yeah this whole country yeah. is like shit internet central yeah so there's this thing where like sometimes if i stream and i play tft it turbo lags so like i think for the last few turnies i didn't stream because i was scared of lag Right. Like this one time, I remember one time I lagged on Interni, I lagged on Carousel, I thought I was taking a, a component I needed, I got a cloak. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this. I am, yeah. I'm ending stream. Fuck this is how <laughs> I, every time I get cloak, I'm like, fuck this. Doesn't matter. Every, <laughs> every set, doesn't matter. Fuck it's so cloak. bad. It's yeah. actually so tilting and it like tilts your game. So I think in the, it was in the, one of the first regionals that happened to me. It just set a really bad, like, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. It just put me in a really bad mood for the rest of the tourney. I just went, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like in those, like, especially in Tony's, like, how you start just has so much, just has so mm -hmm. much effect on, like, the rest of it, right? You need, you, like, getting, like, a first early is, like, infinitely better than, like, having to clutch it out late. Because, yeah, yeah, you have, like, that momentum. It's, for it's, it's not nice playing from behind, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, for that's sure. That's what I figured out from Tony play. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And, listen, there's a Tony coming up pretty soon. Uh, is mm -hmm. that something you're looking to participate in? Oh, wait, the Arcanist Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably not playing that. Okay. Because you, you, you look, look at the look at the OC TFT thing. The um, the, um, the outline, right? There, there's a challenger series. I'll, 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 yes, it does. So if I win opens, I can't play challenger series. And like, I kind of want to play challenger series. You know? Yeah. So it's like I saw Angora talking about this on uh, Twitter yeah. today, sort of saying that the most important thing really is the challenger series, if that's what you really want to go for. Like, yeah, I want to. I want to play against the best, right? I want to play against the best. It's good practice. Also, I think I can get in through ladder. I don't know. I'm, I, we'll see. I might be able to get in through ladder. I had a really bad first week because I was trolling. But I think if I just keep placing where I am on ladder right now for the next few weeks, I could qualify through ladder as well. Yeah, no, that, that totally makes sense. Do you think it'll be something that you like watch, you know, like watching those 20s? Do you think it's necessary for people like in the, you know, if, if, the, if your goal is to qualify for worlds at the end of the day to keep uh, up with all of these oc tournaments uh it's hard to say because the format for for opens at least is really different to actual tournaments it's really different to msi it's really different to regions yeah. because how 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 the opens work is they they cut they cut at certain thresholds so you're only playing like two games so it's like two game sample size so it's like if you hire all those two games then you make it through the next stage kind of thing Whereas in regionals and MSI, it's over like five or six games. So it's a larger sample size. You, have to, you actually have to play consistent for the whole tourney, mm -hmm. not just two games. So it's, it's really, it's hard to say. But like, I guess you could watch it to like see what people are playing and stuff, what people are finding success with, what, what comps are winning, what final boards are winning. Because then you can like figure out what, how they cap your board and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, we talked a lot of, a lot with Angora and Razor about like tournament preparation and, and things like that. When you were preparing for the world's qualifying tourney, what was your um, what was your sort of method of of preparation? Okay, uh, for worlds, uh, wait, what do I do? I'm pretty sure I just play Valkyrie, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I think I, I think I think I kind of figured out that not many people were playing Valkos. I didn't want to play four one roll down for Jacks and stuff like that. I mean, I could I could the thing is I could still play those comps right. Like I, if I had the, the the opening for it, I'd play that. And then I, if not, I just default Valkos. And I think going into the first day, I I just like fuck it. I'm just gonna play Valkos. And it worked out pretty well, so I stuck to that plan on day two as well. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It nearly worked. So <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, Angora yeah, actually helped me a lot. Angora helped me a lot with Velcos. That guy's a fucking beast. <laughs> he literally told me like all these things I didn't know about Velcos. Like I think a week before or something like that. Yeah, that I was gonna say it. It, it definitely did. Um, as as someone who's just an observer of that um tournament, it, it seemed like he had a really good meta read. Um, in that like a lot of the player, most most of the player pool was defaulting towards the like AD comps. Lucian, yeah, Lucian Jacks. Yeah. Lucian Jacks, right? Like AP was pretty underplayed. Um, and so yeah, right. It's, Play the uncontested card, reap the benefits, and then you even become established as like the AP player as well in the lobbies. So it's like I imagine it gets even more like uncontested at a point. People yeah, know, I like, think once people know you're playing AP, they start contesting it on day two. Oh, they did. Okay, right. right, right, right. On day two, they, start, they figured it out. They're like, oh, right, we, can't right. let, we can't let this guy get uncontested. Right, yeah. Because I remember day one, like you just just like swept with Velkos. I do remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no one was Velkos for sure because no one was playing Velkos on day one. But day two, after I won the first two, I think with Velkos. Yeah. They saw really like, oh fuck, maybe we need to actually Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah. your game your game three, maybe the one that you also won playing Velkos. The other like people that were two and three, I'm pretty sure also like had Squid Two in their boards at the end of the game. Like I'm pretty sure oh. it was like one Timo guy and one Squid guy at the end of the game, like in that third. Oh that that that, third that one. game I had fucking Gwen two at four two with blue buff something. Yeah. I was I wasn't even carrying Velkos that game. Hmm. Gwen two was broken. Don't need it. Doesn't matter. Let's see if we've also I remember that game. I had a really low roll opener. I was like, okay, the only way I win this game, or like even top four, is if I full sack to 4-2, get stimmy, and roll the fuck down for whatever I hit. And yeah. And I, I think I rolled down, I hit Vogos 2, Squid 2, um, Gwen 2, uh, Ivan 2. I hit a lot. I hit a lot. Because I rolled like 50 gold. Fuck it, why not? They nearly got you there, you know? Love it. Look, uh, I, the reason that I wanted to sort of talk about your TFT history and, like, going from, like, just starting, basically, mm-hmm. to, to this point that you're at now in basically one, you know, one set is that mm-hmm. a lot of the people that that listen to this podcast, and there's a great mix of really amazing, you know, challenger players in this community that, that listen to us, and we're very appreciative for that. But I also get a lot of messages from people that are new, people that are learning, people that really want to improve their game overall. So I guess my, like, one of my big questions to you is, like, aside from, you know, because you said you had a lot of help with your friends, like a lot of people were talking you through those kind of things. Like, what were some of the things that made you, like, a better player, a better TFT player? Uh... For sure, watching streams helped a lot. I watched a lot of streams. So I watched like Goobums, Soju, obviously, uh, Robin. I watched a lot of different perspectives because TFT is like, there's no right one right way to play the game, right? There's infinite ways you can play the game. So like, a good, how I, I see it, at least, was like, I watched every streamer, like how they play from certain spots, what they do in this situation. Think to yourself, like, first of all, think to yourself what you would do, then see what they would do, right? And then you kind of like, collect all of it and then just be like, I guess like figure out which way suits you best to play. And that's how I evolved my game at least. I just um like I absorbed all this knowledge from all these different streamers, right? 
So like I could I I kind of know how to play from every spot. And even though it may not be the correct spot, it's the spot I uh, it's the the way I believe is correct. And as long as you think it's correct, it's fine. If it works out for you, it's fine. Yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> and we had Angora on la on last week who talked about um post nut clarity after getting rank one um and said that, that from that point onwards he was literally untiltable like he would just like know every spot in the game is that something is that look I, and I, I didn't put that in you know when I, when I put the when i put the the podcast out on social media i didn't mention that and i feel bad because it was probably the best line of the whole episode but that sounds that, fucking hilarious but is that something yeah. that that like resonates with you do you think like the better you get at this game the more you're just like you're like seeing the numbers in your head move around your board like the the gif of zach galifianakis with the numbers, yeah, the numbers. i've seen that is one. that what is that like what you're seeing in your head every time you play tft now because i'm pretty sure that's what angora's like regular day looks like now <laughs> i mean uh for me at least i just i just see like um if it's if it's a bad opener or good opener and that's how I play. Because my, my play style is really different to other people. Like, some people might think I'm a D-Gen. Like, okay, to be fair, I, I, I play a lot of D-Gen comps. Some people might know me from playing um, Rats. Uh, I, I do Garland, recall this. Garland. I do recall Rats. Send yeah. it to zero. That's why Cat's so good for me right now. I just send it to zero, three, two. Yeah. Uh, some people might not agree the way of playing, but, some, but for me at least, I think it's the right way to play. Because if your spot is bad, there's no point slamming items. Because there's there's, there's there's different top like um way to play, right? You slam items, you you slam strongest board. Uh, sometimes it's just better to not slam anything and floor open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's I want, I want to get your your thoughts on this as well. You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about like ways to improve. I was wondering if you had questions for sort of Chunger in, in that regard. You know, some. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry I, I, I did that. Yeah, that was basically. Tips on getting tips on getting back to TFT. Rui wants to know. That's oh, a good okay, question. Okay, we'll okay, take okay, that okay. from the chat, but but also, you know, Angora talked a lot about like play style, and I was just wondering if you had any questions for Chunger in that in that regard as well. Oh, like 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 me about what he was or... talking about. Yeah, yeah, about what he was talking. Oh, about. oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. I just full. Okay, I apologize. Full blank. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I thought you were Twitch channel or something. That's my bad. No, guys, I'm looking um... for a new podcast host uh, co-host. So if anybody's... <laughs> no, 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 send your sorry, resumes no, 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 no. to. Um... Don't fire me! Don't fire me! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 no. Um, no, that's actually that's really no. That's actually a really good way to think about it. Actually, um, I don't know if I necessarily have like questions more as in just like that is something that like, I've been, been thinking about like for a while now. Like just on my own, in that like you can divide the game into basically two separate game trees. Like it, like depending on opener, right? Like if opener mm. is like good, you're gonna play for like streak. If opener bad, what do? Yeah, that's yeah. That has been sorry. It's go, go. it's frowned upon, but like it's honestly yeah. fine. Sometimes it's your only that, out. Mm. It's the only way you can top four game. Yeah, that that has been well. Like I've been like thinking like more and more and more. And like this set, um. I mean, we mentioned it earlier with like the whole like uh, Katarina and like Vex's outs, mm -hmm. and uh, like that like as soon as like I like thought about that like later today after my session, I was like, yeah, why did why did this take so long to click? Because I remember like in five point five, I literally like every time like I, I had low on opener, I just forced some DJ reroll comp every time. Yeah, <laughs> whether whether it was like Rats, 
Yasuo, like any, I can't remember the reroll comps anymore, but like, just like any like random reroll comp that would just like throw to it. And like, it just makes infinitely more sense. Like, if you open it, it's just shit. You just like, you just like sack open. Like, you probably don't even need a slam at that point. Because, um, yeah, but um, other than that, I, I don't really have like, I don't, I don't think I have any like, like any like, straight up questions when it comes to playstyle. Other than the fact that like, I think that yeah, like everyone does, like everyone does have like a different sort of approach towards the game, right? A different sort of playstyle, and um, what works for somebody might not work for someone else, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's always something to learn about like how they arrive at that like thought process as to like why they do what they do. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think that the, you you're bailed out a lot by the sort of general strength of the of the mid of like the early and mid game in this uh in this set quite a lot like there's a lot of really powerful like one like two star one cost that can like get you to basically stage five if you're win streaking like you just fucking mm-hmm. play one t- like one tf with three items it gets you to stage five mm-hmm. you're like 70 health doesn't matter or if you're like 40 health in stage three you're like oh shit well i guess i better roll for like the really good three star two costs like oh i've got to vex two great i'm stable i won't lose another round until four three basically so i think that the unit strength in this set like probably needs a little bit of work still from the beginning but it's in a like it's a really interesting like way to play the game at the moment those two different trees oh oh oh, oh. i just remembered something there's one opener though that is unsavable oh yeah the, the, what, okay it's prismatic opener you get more dog you get the worst options and then everyone else gets like level it's up like- yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On or something like that. Okay, the, the reason why that one is bad and you can't play out of it is because if your options are shit, you're going to be like losing infinite HP. And then if it's prismatic again, it's 3 3, you are fucked. It's when your 1 4 Priz is like fucking Enforcer Soul, Enchanter Soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, 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 that's unplayable. That's unplayable. That one just, you just, just have to accept just, the 8. Yeah, don't leave it. You get a 7 for Tyrone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just look up to the sky and be like, oh, it's an FFAGL. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was playing Richie. I was playing Richie. So it was fat yeah. start. Uh, this was yesterday, Fishball. I was playing Fishball. He was fat start into Prismatic. Into Prismatic. He was playing Mercs, but he only got three items. So he got three yeah. items at Krugs. So he had three items in the spat. So how, how was he going to catch out? He died at 3 6. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, you seen the, um, have you seen the current proposed changes to the uh, trade augments? Uh, I, I haven't seen it. So yeah, I I I think it's it's looking pretty good, and uh, hopefully like the especially Priz will look uh will be like a lot less frustrating to play. Basically, um, so the current perspective, the current post changes for eleven point fourteen, is that um the trait orgs essentially give you something related to that trait in addition to trait augment. So like I think like the very a very basic example is like um what is it Chemtech Heart might give you uh like like it might give you like a Zack in in addition. Oh, getting like the Kentucky. Yeah. So it gives you something to play like. I think like Merc is probably gonna give like a Merc or some shit. Like, Wait, yeah, that's like, Brogan. Right, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I know, I know. And then they they've they've um they previewed that like for example, um Enchanter Soul, um the Priz version gives you the two enchanters, but you also get eight gold on top of it. So uh, like oh, you, you get so you actually fast eight. Or... Yeah, so you get something to play with basically. Okay, um, and I think that's gonna help. That's gonna go a really long way to making uh making the orcs feel a lot better to play. Okay, that's just um, yeah. okay. That sounds so much better. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah yeah. You're staring down and force soul and chant the soul and you're just like ah, Yo. well, get some get some yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> I got to I got to watch one of those games where I low rolled. I think I had to, I'm pretty sure I had to take enforcer or something like that. I ended up like seeing three people with like triple who took dice. Like one guy's got Garen three at fucking two one, yeah, you know, that kind of shit. Okay. 
other games are unplayable. Like one guy's got like fucking Graves three and Camille three and shit. You're like, oh, okay, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> See you later, guys. Like whatever. Yep. Oh my god. Anyway, that's the. Those <laughs> are the fucking games that you. <laughs> See, those, it, game... definitely... Sorry, those games are supposed to be the games where you're like, oh shit, this is like set three, man. Like, I've got the sick galaxies. Like, this is the most amazing shit I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. But yeah. no, it's just like, oh, so I'm dead at fucking 3 1. Okay, whatever. Bye. Mm. So you kind of get, you, you never get the, you sometimes get the good feeling, sometimes you get the shit feeling. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, it's it's for sure over-exaggerated and especially, like, blown out of proportion on platforms like Twitter and Reddit. But I think that this set does have the highest frequency of openers and spots that are just genuinely unplayable and there's actually nothing you can do. Um, but by and large, I think that's, like, still in the minority. Like, it's still probably maybe, like, 1% to 2% of games. Like, it's just really not as bad as people say it is. Um, yeah, it's not that bad. After a while, yeah. it's not that bad. It's not. But they do exist. They, they, they exist. Oh, they definitely exist. But it's just they really exist. rare. And if it happens, yeah, it yeah, happens. Yeah. You know? It's just like, yeah. you move on. Sure, yeah. sure. The, um, uh, the sort of the one cost, uh, like, strength in this set is very interesting, too. Like, the two-star one costs are really good at the moment. Like, they do do a lot of work in this game, whereas a, previously, like, you sort of had to upgrade your board with, like, two-star two costs to really kind of be stable. Especially... Mm -hmm. I feel like set four was a big proponent of that. Of course, chosen was a big factor, but like if you just had a chosen and nothing else good, it's like you still weren't really stable. You know, you actually needed to kind of level and, and like basically pair, like get your pairs, hit your pairs in, in that kind of thing. Uh, you two and three costs. Support did have the advantage of um, being able to roll at like various different timings for like two, three cost chosens um, to spike if you missed on your one cost chosen, right? But, um, yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, I think, like, Ezreal is a really good example of just, like, a really, really flexible... Like, what, oh, like, Ezreal's great. Cost Ezreal's holder, great. Right? That's, yeah, but yeah. you need the board around him. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, I, I think it, they got him in, like, a sweet spot where, like, two-star version is pretty powerful, especially with, like, upgraded innovators. But a one-star Ezreal isn't just, like, randomly carrying you to, like, a free fast eight, so... Yeah, once I and even the sucks. Yeah, and even the even the even the even the two stars were like falls off as soon as you hit stage four. Like this is oh, yeah, for sure. It falls off stage four. Yeah, it falls off so quickly. Sack, sack, and get rid of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So I think they yeah, they land on a sweet spot with like the flex one cost um carry. There's some basically. shitty one cost though. I'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah. Like, I'll tell you which one I never pick up. Twitch. Twitch. Oh Twitch. No, Twitch is better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twitch is so bad. Because of the like, aggro bug, the aggro yeah. bug right now. Twitch is bad. Um, what else is bad? Um, I think Garen is bad. Garen, yeah, I don't, I don't like Garen too much. They gutted Garen um, basically. They were like, "Fuck this." I think Garen is so bad. Like, you can't play Garen as a frontline. Okay, Agora says he's converted to Ziggs. Okay, okay, maybe, maybe I need a. Oh, I, I love Ziggs. He's free okay, gold. Okay. He's free I gold. A, I love Ziggs. Gold. Okay, click, 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 click. I'm, I'm not gonna say no to free gold. Dude, there is no better feeling than having one star Ziggs, one star Poppy, one star Tristana, and you get a Vex from your family. You get a Vex? It's, yeah, I can, I can see it. No, 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 it actually makes so much sense. No yeah. Kappa. Yeah. Hmm. I think Twitch is like the main one that stands out in my mind as just being really bad, but I think part of it is... Targeting bug is big for sure, but uh, I think part of it is also that like the... just like You just want to play around the other sins if you do play like a sin start. You'd rather play around Talon, you'd rather play around Katarina. I would like, rather play a one-star Talon than Twitch. 
Yeah, yo, for sure. It's not even close. Once I tell him, he's so broken. Dude, once I tell him, that's so broken. <laughs> Dude, you play double once I tell him. <laughs> yeah, you can. I think, I think the best opener if you're trying to open forward is playing two talons and a blitzcrank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you always kill things. It's good. That, that's the best uh, open forward opener. You kill, you kill like guaranteed two units for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Do you like, uh, I guess, um, probably the, la the last time Blitzcrank was in, you weren't, like, you weren't playing it. It was set three, right? The last time. I wasn't mm -hmm. playing it set three. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't set Do three. Do you like yeah. Blitzcrank as a unit, Trina? Yeah, I, I like it. It's fine. Because, um, I mean, you can play around it, right? Yeah. But you can't play around, oh my god, you can't play around Zephyr Blitzcrank. It's actually so <laughs> Blitz was a lot more impressive than... Uh... Set three, because there's a, there's ever bits interaction. Because most comps in set three were front to back, if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, Zephyr Blitz was incredibly tilting to play against. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I've marked a few players on OC ladder for Zephyr Blitzing. Lagunarium <laughs> is one of them. Guys marked. Put him on the list. Why are you guys marked? This one time, I was oh, this one when Simon was meta. He literally had two Zephyrs. Two Zephyrs and a Blitzcrank in his board, and so I couldn't even I couldn't even put my Jin on the third the third the third hex. Yeah, oh, like, dude, that's I, so close. I, yeah, that guy. That's so cool. That guy's mine. <laughs> next, <laughs> next episode, we're just calling out everybody that plays the D-Gen stuff on ladder. That's what we'll do. Just an hour and a half of whoever's the worst people in ladder. <laughs> Any Masters player that cashes my fucking streak out accidentally, my Merc streak, you're on the list. <laughs> You're on the endless. <laughs> oh, I have a, I have a Katarina list as well. If you guys are interested. Oh, add Drazzy. Oh, what? what? The, so if, you, if, you, if, you, if you see these guys in your lobby, do not play Katarina. They, they, they. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm starting to New, notice it as well. New Zealand Jeff is one of them. New Zealand Jeff. <laughs> New Zealand Jeff. <laughs> New Zealand Jeff. A G O M F F C C or something like that. That guy's a cat player as well. Dude. Uh, all right, guys. Everybody, write this down. Really like this. It was literally like this in the in the Trist Hellion meta as well. Like you have a list of of known Trist of users. Yeah, you, you just write them down so that like if they're yeah. in your game, you just know that oh maybe I should play something else this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was too funny. Wait, Agro's right. There's another comp that's that's meta right now. The Chinese meta. The, the six challenger oh, Yone garbage. Six challenger Yone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you played and it? I, I haven't played. I haven't played it. I've seen people play it. So Anybody just, with just... multiple numbers in their name cannot be trusted. Oh, absolutely. That's my. That's, that's the CM players. The CM players. The people who just have like numbers as names. They're literally CM players. Yeah, or Viet yeah. Viet players. I think as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now the so, Viet player that's ranked two right now is only playing Vex. I think I saw his ultra. So this plays with infinite Vex. Yeah, Vex. Vex. Yeah, from what I from what I've been told, the uh, the whole like using just a combination of numbers as like your name. It comes from Dota apparently, and it's like a, oh. it's like a CM thing. Supposedly, a friend of mine like mentioned it to me once, and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know more context behind that, but that's that's why a bunch of people just have. I just I just thought they were win trade accounts. No, 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 they're not win trade accounts. They're, they're CM players. Like it's a oh. thing of Dota apparently. They, they would they would they would just freaking put their like their, their number combination. I don't. Know oh, so the, that guy's not a, not a win trader. He's just. No, 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 they're not win oh. traders. They are they're actual people, but they just use a freaking zero flipper code as a freaking thing. I don't oh, get it. Yeah. okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. If any if any knows if anyone knows the more okay, context, they're, they're not win traders. Yeah. They're just Chinese players. Is that going to be the name yeah. of this this episode of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody with TTV in their name, that's who you have to stay away from. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cringe, yeah. yeah. Cringe. Oh, TTV, their names. Fuck, fucking tryhards, you know. Jesus. I know. <laughs> Look, let's get a little bit, a little bit back on topic. We do have a tiny oh. bit, tiny bit more to cover, I guess. I mean, if we have to.
Huh? So let's um uh, let's talk a, a, just a little bit more about sort of the f sort of final wrap up thoughts on on what it means to like improve as, as a player. Do you mm -hmm. think that set six is like a new like a new player friendly set from your perspective? Oh, okay. Honestly, if I started in set six, I'd be so dizzy. Okay, first of all, there's yeah. infinite augments. Yep. There's infinite augments, and then you have to learn all the augments, and that that just feels so like daunting, right? But it's also very fun to play, I guess. That's why you see like all the streamers coming back to TFT, right? Mm. Like Hafu, Hafu, Toe, Scar, and stuff. All the big streamers they're playing TFT now. Because it is, it is very fun. Like, because there's so many different combinations. Like, every game is like so different. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's what's appealing. But in terms of learning curve, it's definitely harder though. Yeah, For sure. Certainly. How did um? How did you sort of? I know you mentioned a little bit like the challenge, the grind. You were like zero LP, then GM, then zero LP. Now you're sort of uh -huh. sitting back in in Chal again. Were you um? Were you sort of playing that? similar play style that kind of open forward or roll it down no or... no 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 i wasn't that's why i was doing so bad because that's my <laughs> play style right yeah so i was i was just playing strong board trying to go eight trying to go nine that kind of play style because i think that's the best place out to play if you're trying to learn the set because that's that's how you learn how to cap your board how to, what's strong and stuff like that that's the best way to learn at the start of the set but it's not the best way to climb because sometimes if you try to force like a streaking spot from an unstreakable spot you're going eight. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think at the start, it was me just playing flex, learning what everything did. Cause I, I still like, you know, I played like 200 or something games and I, I still know like um, these small little things. I can't remember something Angora told me the other day. I can't remember, but there was something about some unit and I was like, wait, what? This unit does this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I, I, like I, I only, I only found out Runa's game yeah. 80. Like, after 250 games, I found out Runa's oh, really? game 80. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think, up, okay, so back onto like the, the climb thing. I went to 0 LP. Mental was boomed. Uh, start playing Mercs. Because you know when you're on 0 LP, you have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're unhinged. Yeah, you just, totally you, just roll, you, you, you can't demote now. You can't demote now. So this, yeah, you actually yeah, have yeah. nothing to lose. So I would roll at 2-1 for Mercs. I roll at 2-2 two, two again. If I didn't hit, roll at 2-3. If I didn't hit 2-3, I would definitely FF at 3-2. <laughs> uh, go, go next. Because the EV is like, okay, so you lose 0 LP for, for FFing, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you high roll Mercs, you go first. You get 50 LP. So I just did that for ages until I got until I won and then start playing normal again. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that absolutely. Yep. Um, let me ask you about Mercs. Do you think that like, obviously the nerf was justified? Oh, hundred percent justified. That shit is yeah, broken. Yeah. But aside from like sort of what we've already mentioned, like Vex being too good, like all these kind of units, do you think that there's anything out there that's like, like needs a change in some way that we haven't sort of talked about? I don't want to say it because I'm I'm playing right now. I don't want to say it. All right, everybody, write this down. Katarina <laughs> players. Is it not just is it, is it not just cat and vex? No, it's fucking scion, <laughs> bitches. It's scion, scion. really? It's scion? That's like a tank. That's like uh, a tank. Uh, Dongwei oh, like... told me about this. Dongwei told me about the tech. What's the tech? It's scion. That guy's broken. I can't believe he's still good. Wait, he's he's, he's he, still he, good. He's still good. You just stack. Is, is tank. it scion carry? Wait, is it? Oh, is it? It's tank scion. Yeah, you, right? you, you yeah. didn't carry. You just. I. I'm pretty sure the last game I played, I carried a. Uh, Okay, yeah. just just look at Dongwei's matches three. That guy carried a blue buff Jin. You're telling he won a lobby. He won a lobby of Shoujin, Runans, Gwinsu Jin. 
Tank sound is good for sure. No, no, tank sound is actually good for sure. It's actually sleeper for sure. It's fucking 2.5 seconds time. Uh, I, I think no it's the Colossus. is broken. It's also... Yeah, I, I think Colossus is definitely still broken because you, you just right, get... Right, if, right. But the thing is with that comp is it's a high roll comp. You need to roll your 8. Galio, you are fucked. Big Galio, yeah, that's the same thing. And preferably Galio too, but yeah. No, nah, I remember uh, Biogre's in chat. I remember one game I was playing against him. He was playing this cat gin board with Braum frontline, Pepe laugh. Braum and Leona, and I was playing six units at level eight. He had two target dummies, Braum, Leona, Jin, Jin 2 with Biss, and I had, I had six units and I won because his team didn't move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, noted. Noted. No, it, I no, think it's the, the strongest frontline, but it's it's definitely the most high roll frontline because it's expensive, right? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold yeah. plus Galio, which you have to find at eight. Uh, yeah. The Colossus frontline is legit for sure. Um, I've been seeing it pop up in my games as well. Um, mostly from I'm, da I'm, da I'm down to test this Yoren as well, though. This, this Chinese Yoren. Chinese Yoren? I'm down to full open Yoren next time I get the open. I'm down to just oh. like delete on guard, to be honest. I fucking hate well, that. On guard is definitely so... On guard is broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate on guard so much. You see on guard, first augment, it's a Yoren force. It's a Yoren force. What's like the specific tech of like the the, the, the CM Yo? Is it, it's just challenger vertical, right? It's like, six challenger it's vertical. Six yeah. Chow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And ideally eight with the spat. No, because, like... dude, I saw people playing it. When you have six challenger, your Quinn smurfs so hard. Like, your Quinn actually smurfs so hard. It gets and like two off, it? basically. It like mm -hmm. you can't play. Mm -hmm. You literally cannot. I play, I tried like three times. Like you fucking can't play Jin in those lobbies at all. It just stops. No, because they they just run through your front line. But yeah. but but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. but 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 if you play Colossus front line, the Yoren can't move. Easy. Pippa G. We're doing a lot of learning this episode, guys. That's for sure. And I think it's really really fantastic to hear a lot of different opinions on set six. I want to get your sort of final sort of overall thoughts on the on the set like about so where they can kind of go from here soul sort of mentioned you know like prismatics are probably getting a bit of a change to make them feel a little bit better do you think that there needs to be a lot of work done on the augments or like sort of more champion focused than anything else i think uh augment variants would help a lot what i mean by that is if one person gets uh, like a type of augment, everyone else should get the same type. Like, oh, okay, what, I mean, right. what I mean is like, for example, the econ augments. That's that, that's the biggest like biggest um differentiator I think because the econ augments like set your game like from the start. For example, if you have prismatic augment and three players get like one of the econ augments, like why oh, not why yeah why spending, um level up or what's the other one, windfall windfall and then you get the other ones get tugging and force assault and shit like. So for example, if one person gets the option of an econ augment, everyone else should get an option for econ augment. Yeah, so that like, makes sense. They get the chance to like actually take it. So they, they don't feel like, oh, nah, I had to take like Academy Soul or some shit and force Academy. Because sometimes yeah. that's what happens, right? And you're just like, ah. Okay. I mean, it... they have a reasonable yeah, option yeah. to make it like everybody gets the choice between one econ, one comp specific, one, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, perfect world, right? Yeah, to reduce, to reduce the variance, kind of. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's too broken. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably group Fawn in the same like tier as, as um, the the econ augments as well, because that that's like econ, I think. 
I think the interesting part, though, I mean, maybe it's just maybe I'm just biased, but I feel like the econ augments are significantly better than the other. If they feel they're, they're way better, they're way yeah, better if you know how to play them, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I, I want them to be like that consistent that like you literally can get them every single game, but um, at the same time, yeah, it does feel bad when you're in lobbies where a bunch of people just started with like 10, 20 extra gold. Yeah, they have just there. infinite infinite more resources than you. They can hold more units than yeah, you, yeah, they yeah, can yeah. level faster than you. They're just way ahead of tempo than you. They get to look like, at better units like, than you, like you basically exactly. like exactly. you're just playing from behind and that doesn't feel good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, another thing you said champions, right? So champions yeah. I think what they could do is they could do another like AP carry, probably. I don't I don't feel like happy playing Lux. Yeah. Like having Lux is the only AP. Lux does right not now. spark joy. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, yeah, when you play AP, you're not, you're not even playing like Lux. You're playing for Victor. Like, Lux is just your Victor item holder. Like, mm -hmm. you're actually just Victor waiting room. I think Victor's actually great, but. I think Lux is Lux really is strong, though, if she has Biss, but you have to have Biss. <laughs> yeah, you have that Biss, though, right? Whereas yeah, Victor just. Above JGIE. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Whereas Victor just literally just needs Shojin and two other, like, any items, and he's good mm -hmm. to go. Like, he just kills everything. Uh. With the eighty carries, I think they can they can buff Ergon again. <laughs> I think he's kind of bad right now. <laughs> I'm down for I'm down for sixty five eighty again. <laughs> I think Ergot's kind of bad, and yeah. I don't know about Yuren. Probably I don't play much Yuren. I just like but... watching Ergot just fucking pea shooter Cho'Gath two for like forty minutes. Yep. That's basically yeah, all just... that happens in every one of my games now. My Ergot gets stuck on a Cho two with one item, and I just nothing happens. My whole board dies basically. Mm -hmm. Oh, another thing was mutant. I'm glad enough mutant. I'm glad they nerfed Mutant, but now it just feels almost too weak. I don't know. I haven't seen Mutant in, a, in like any oh, of my lobbies. Mutant, Mutant, really is bad. Mutant is bad. Yeah, it feels really bad to play now, though. So I, I don't know if I like that either. I'd like to see it be somewhat playable, but. I'm it glad they really, really Dark Star Mutant, though. Because not many people on Earth knew about Dark Star Mutant. Really? Mm. I feel like. Oh, okay. I don't know about Earth, but I don't know. I, was, I guess I was watching the NA perspective. But yeah, I feel like Dark Star was everyone in NA, but yeah. I feel like every time I got Dark Star Mutant, it was a free top two. Because yeah, no one else okay. played it. But now they nerfed it, it's not as good. That's good. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And that's pretty much going to uh, conclude the majority of our sort of set six discussion and everything like that. Um, we're going to go on now to viewer questions. So guys, this part of the show, I like to sit back in my chair, you know, really stretch out. Just kind of let Sol take over for 15 minutes. <laughs> just let him do his thing. You know, he loves talking about <laughs> TFT and I just like to take a little break. So... If anybody's got any questions for Chunger or for us about the game or anything, put them in chat right now. Guys, if you're not watching this live, if you're listening to the audio, we do stream this live every Tuesday night, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So if you guys have any questions, put them in and uh, Sol will sort of lead us from here on. So let's get into it. <laughs> I'm like trying to go back up because I remember there was a question earlier. Uh, give me a sec. Um... There okay, I, I remember what the I remember what the question was. I just don't remember who asked it. But the question was um something along the lines of like, um, what do you recommend for like someone who sort of has played a bunch of like the past, but it's like tr trying to get back into it, but it's a little bit daunted by like everything in set six, oh, uh, and doesn't really know where to start. Yeah, that's more or less the question. The spirit of the question. I, what What I would do, I would just get straight into it. Play as many games as you can. Just play for fun, right? Just play to learn the units. Play to learn the augments. Play it and see how like everything goes. First of all, that's that's step one. Step two is probably watch a lot of the big streamers, see how they play. If you want to like actually climb, 
I think learning from other people is the best. Like for me, I'm not much of an innovator myself. I just see broken shit and I copy it. And you know what? That shit works. <laughs> he says, uh, <laughs> he takes a five Chevy and teach it like you, Sean. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, uh, Keith uh, says, any tips of climbing, should I be a DJ like you, Jamal? Yeah, Keith, <laughs> if you open this garbage, just play CAD. Yeah, fair um, hmm? Love that. Uh, let me see. Which big streamers? Uh, I like watching Robin. I like watching Goobums. Robin and Goobums are the main two I watch. And Ramblin, those three are the main ones I watch. I watch Soju for entertainment. Not to learn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I watched Robin, Robin, Groobums, and um, Ramblin are the main three. So I learned, I actually learned the Yodel tech from, from Ramblin. Uh, Katarina tech, I learned from the Chinese players destroying me, destroying me with it in Lada. Uh, what else did I learn? Uh, level 9 boards, you can probably learn from Groobums a lot. I learned Dark Star from Groobums as well. So those three are really, really, really good. I've talked about this before on a lot of our, on a lot of our previous episodes, but I I basically watched like hundreds of hours of streams before I even touched the game. Like mm-hmm. I, and I and I was just like in set like set two set one like just watching Scar, who's not like a top ten player. You know, he was just like a good regular, pretty good player. But like the amount of stuff that I learned just from watching that was so beneficial to like the overall level of play and like level of enjoyment that I was able to get out of the game. Just like mm-hmm. listening to someone talk about the game for just like even half an hour, you're just like, okay, cool. So maybe I'll just copy that once or twice, like see how that goes. So don't be afraid to copy other people. I mean, either the best players learn it, you know, the best players learn it from somewhere as it is. Like everybody's sharing around what's good. Uh, don't play your doors, agreed, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, don't play your doors. Don't play the reroll version. Play that. Yeah, use it for econ. Use it for econ. Yeah, sell those high dingers. Oh, you know where you can you can play real Yordles though in duos. Yeah, Yes, it's so it broken in duos. Broken in duos. I got Vega three like, so illegal. many times. Yeah, it's illegal in, in duos. It's actually so illegal. <laughs> oh, so another thing to help with like learning and climbing is just hop in Discord with a bunch of your friends and watch them backseat you. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm usually in Discord with like a bunch of like like Fishball, Donnie, and stuff like that. And they're just watching me play, and then you learn a lot of shit. Like Fishball will just like tell me like all this random shit like while I'm playing, and I'll be oh fuck, I didn't know that. And you just add that to your knowledge, right? So in in the future you know it. So yeah, like I don't know, it could be like any of your friends that play TFT as well. You just hop in and share ideas. Really good way to learn. Yeah, and that's that's the great thing about duo mode as well. Like you just you literally need like one other person that's interested in TFT. Just like go play together. Like that's a really good way to. To kind of mm-hmm. get your peak, your interest in it as well. You don't. It's like less competitive. You're not like sweating playing ranked, anything like that. You just get to hang out, have fun, you know. And look, if you don't have any friends, join the Roll Down Podcast Discord, and that'll really help you out because we got a lot of people in here who love playing TFT. You know how Absolutely. it is. <laughs> you know how it is, guys. Like, just hang out with us. We're all right. You know. <laughs> Maybe you get, you know, you get good enough, you get to hang out with Chunger and Donnie and Fishball and everything like that. We got a question from the chat as well, which is uh, best items for Seraphine. Chunger, you want to Oh, Ruler Ru- Ru- told me that it's Trojan, Archangel, Rabadon. <laughs> but I think you need Morello. <laughs> I think you need Morello. I, I, I think you do. Because if you don't have Morello, uh, if you have anti-heal already, it's fine. But 
ideally you want Morello. Shojin literally casts more and one AP items, so either Rabadons or Archangel. Because she lasts a long time, so Archangel's actually... Uh, is the inner comp, right? With the with Seraphine? Is it another one? No, I played Colossus. I think Colossus is better. Oh, actually, Colossus, Colossus makes sense as well, actually. There's I mean, two... that was the... You played three. Yeah. You played. You played three socialite. Uh, two classes with Seraphine carry plus Sion and Galio carry, and you. But but the key to this comp is the key. You have to find the secret. Uh, socialite hex. If you don't secret find it, socialite. it's fucked. <laughs> wait, you guys know about the secret socialite hex, right? The yeah. um. Wait, someone remind me. Is is a it's bugged. It's like a bug, right? I actually yeah, don't. Much, you know, there's an augment, the duet augment. Yeah, there's the duet augment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know how it gives you two socialite spots. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. So pretty much, duet's already in the game. Without oh. The so oh, right, right, right. You yeah, yeah, find yeah. It. You just gotta find the spot. So every time I get socialite, I'm just yeah. like putting my units everywhere, like battleships, looking for the spot. Because <laughs> once you find the spot, it's so broken. Because yeah. not then you have two units that give you. They gain extra mana yeah. that heal and do extra damage. Wait, you're, you're telling me that even without duet, there's a second random socialite. Yeah, spot yeah. You just got you just got to put your units everywhere until they start glowing blue. Yeah, so I didn't know once, that it was... once your units glow blue, that means yeah. you found it. I didn't what know that it was also. I didn't know yeah. it was also active because I I'd been talking as I was like today like I was literally in Discord with friends and we we're like talking about a bunch and like the. the my friends kept mentioning it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's like you get to know what like the duet hex is, and then the whole time I was thinking like you need duet to activate it. Uh, you don't, you don't, you just need one socialite uh, so you can actually find it. Right, this game's so, fucking broken. What the fuck? That's ridiculous. That's so good. That's yeah, they, they can't patch it though, so you can you can use it for the next three weeks. That's my tip. They can't uh, patch it. What the? They fuck? can't patch it because it's too big of a patch or some shit. They can't so, patch. Oh, right. They can't patch the unit. Yeah. The um, the like auto attacking bug either for two weeks. So. Yeah. So so abuse it for three more weeks and uh yeah. Uh, have, have, have I'm playing battleships. I'm literally playing two different games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw me playing before. I was like moving Sorry, my dude. units everywhere, like trying to remember where I placed them. I just keep moving oh, them around. That's yeah, so the, funny. Uh, the Arcanist Cup is actually a uh, a battleship simulator. Oh, battleship true. simulator, yeah, bet. Yeah. The uh, just get the chest notation going. You know, you just keep keep track of where you placed all your units. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness! All right, well that that is, is, that is some that's some serious secret business right there. I think. I, I think the best way to do it is you you put them in like triangles, right? And you go from triangle and you move mm, them. Right, like, I move right. them in pyramids to cover the most ground. <laughs> that way, that way you don't you don't like turbo fuck your positioning as well. Like yeah. at least it's still like a pyramid. So yeah, I think that's mm -hmm. my. Tip. Holy fuck! That is that is too wicked. It's actually insane. I cannot fucking believe that. I can't believe that's a real thing. That's a, that's insane. I, I didn't think well, it was I'm real surprised. either. When someone showed me, I was like, what the fuck? I'm abusing the fuck out of this. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm unsurprised it's real though, to be completely honest. <laughs> that's crazy though. I love that. I love that. <sighs> All right. Good answers there, um, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I think uh, I I have like a question. Um, when it comes to like watching sort of like a lot of like the sort of high elo NA players play, um, has there been like any sort of notice like sort of overlapping I guess things with the way like like with the way they play? If that makes any sense, like because everyone's play style is like somewhat different, right? Like yeah, everyone's yeah, right. somewhat it's, like it's definitely different. Mm -hmm. So uh, for... I, I guess mm -hmm. you go, you go. Oh, uh, you go, you go. Okay, I was gonna say, but it was more like, do you notice any sort of like common um, factors um, in, in terms of like how they approach like decision making? Uh, they're all about item economy, slamming items, slamming good items, keeping HP high. That's the main thing. And that's a really good way to play, right? That's how you're supposed to play the game. 
Yeah. There's not many degen streamers. I need to, I need to find some degen streamers man, to learn the degen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I personally learned my most of my degen shit from Lagunarium. I don't know if you guys heard of him. <laughs> that guy, no, 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 I don't like that, that guy. Is so degen, but the thing is, he told me he told me forgotten, and then he told me um Scion as well. So he just he's just right. been teaching me infinite degen shit because like he like find one degen comp, play it infinite, and then like find out everything about the comp, and then he just tells you. The comp. Like everything, so yeah, he was actually really helpful. Yeah, it but, definitely. Um, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. You, you want to say something? Oh, I was gonna say back to your question. So a lot of the streamers play the same way. They, like Robin, plays really like for fourth place, kind of like he slams good items, and I think Ramen plays the same as well. Um, Goobums does the same shit as well. Like they all like slamming items early, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's a good way to play. I don't yeah, agree so. sometimes. I don't agree with them sometimes. Is that that's just because I think there's a different way to play, right? Yeah. So it, that's, it, what, it, that's what I mean. But like, you can you can um sorry sorry to cut you off, but like that's no, what no, I mean. Like, okay, you, 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 knowledge, you don't have to use it, but you can like absolutely. absorb the knowledge and then assess what's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Um, I was gonna say that. Um, I, I guess like the question, like the place the question is coming from, is that like it definitely feels like um there are sort of yeah, at this point we're in like set six, right? Like there are a bunch of established, almost sort of fundamentals to TFT theory, for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, you know, things like uh, like specific like leveling, like level timings, roll timings, um, item economy, uh, econ, all those sorts of things, right? Um, but like, like that's your like your theory, right? But like, at, at, there's always ways to like, no matter what, in any game, there's always ways to deviate from mm-hmm. theory. Um, mm-hmm. That could result in like better, better outcomes, right? So I think it's always really, really interesting when you see like someone who's sort of an outlier or uh, who doesn't necessarily, like, who who sort of breaks fundamental, breaks like formula, and like it's really, really interesting to figure out why they do what they do, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Um, and then yeah, I think. See too many other questions. I think uh, your thoughts, Cutler. Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's it's great that there's, as um, Trina mentioned a little bit ago, the fact that so many people are coming back to TFT is a really cool thing. I think that it opens up like really nice levels of discussion, where everybody can sort of come together and. Uh, I I used this the other the other week on stream. Uh, everybody in TFT comes together to disagree. Everybody, everybody is like friends in this game, and they all come together to discuss TFT about why the other person is wrong. Like, my opinion is this, your opinion is this. Well, fuck you, I'm going to talk about my opinion. And that's what re- I really enjoy about TFT, like, because there is so many different ways to to play the game and to understand the game. And like, I don't play this game like a fucking degen. I'm sitting here for an hour and a, an hour and a bit listening to Chunga talk about like all this crazy shit that he does, and I'm like, I would never. <laughs> I never, I never fucking do that. Like, or I'm like, I'm watching a streamer and I'm like sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's fucking ten gold at three five. He's like, w- like whatever. He's level six or some shit, and he's like fucking second at the end of the game. I'm like, well, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I see these Chinese players with Katarina, zero gold at three two, zero gold the entire stage three, and they took four. So I'm like, wait, why, why am I not doing this? Yeah, <laughs> that's when it clicked. And I lo- and I love that about TFT because I'll mm-hmm. go out and I'll try that. You know, I'll go out and I'll try to play like a fucking DJ. 
Because, like, on, in theory, it looks terrible, right? You're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But then when you actually try it, like, oh, wait, pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I love that. I love that about TFT. I love that it's like everybody has a slightly different understanding of what's good. Like we had, um, you know, even just like talking about Ziggs, like I'm like, oh, Ziggs fucking sucks. And Ziggs Angora, is broken. And yeah, Chung is like, Ziggs is broken. And Angora is like, well, I used <laughs> to think Ziggs was shit, but now I kind of think he's broken. Like and I, can't I, I think he's definitely broken because he's <laughs> so, one out of three Yolo. And also, I think the eighty, the eighty buff actually helped him a lot. He actually can kill stuff. Yeah, actually so kills units now. See, yeah. and that's uh, that's the great that's the great thing about this game, basically, uh, in short. Oh, and, I, and I love that about streamers as well, because you're not gonna watch you're not gonna watch Robin, and then watch Soju and experience the same thing, mm -hmm. at all. Because everyone yeah. plays differently. Yeah, yep. and then, you know it's it's especially it's especially like noticeable when you get to like watch different top level players from the same server because they're on the same server those players and you know there's yep. uh you get to see all these crazy like this crazy shit that's going on i love that yeah it's also it's also really really interesting to see like the whole like diff like regional differences in terms of playstyle right like when you watch like na ladder and then you like you watch like like korean or like chinese ladder it's like completely different in terms of like what they think is good like how they approach the game you know how like when they roll when they level etc cetera, etc cetera, right mm -hmm. Um. yeah yeah um <laughs> no that's so it's so true every 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 region is different i'd love to ask you chung do you have you played like high ladder on na at all have you like taken yeah, the time have you like i i peaked top 10 in na hmm. but that was uh that was when was that that was set 5.5 i think so set 5.5 i actually played na and not Ose. Mm -hmm. uh i started off in na and i reached top 10 then I accidentally decayed, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Wait, <laughs> you accidentally decayed? I accidentally okay. decayed, I was like, 1300 oh, and I decayed, and I was like, ah, oh, no. Uh, I lost two, and I just, I just let it decay. Um, but yeah, I actually, I actually practiced for, for Worlds by playing in NA last set. So. Yeah. Not Worlds, for regionals. I played in NA. Regionals, right? Yeah. So I'll probably I do the same like... thing as this set, but the thing is I need to qualify first. Hmm. I was going to say, I should did like the same thing, right, where you just bootcamped in NA, just... Uh -huh. NA. NA is better in the sense that people play stronger boards in the mid game, so yep. you have to like keep up with the tempo kind of, and that's what tourney tempo is like because everyone's a good player, right? They're gonna play more like punishing, punishing boards. Whereas in O's, sometimes it's just the freest top, like freest fast day, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like it's not like good practice. So, but in NA, everyone rolls down like three two or and four one, so you have to keep up with the tempo, and that's tourney tempo, right? Yep, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you you can't be greedy in those scenarios. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't be as greedy in Tony. That's for sure. Hmm. Also, I don't think in the set you can be as greedy about Stimmy. So I don't know. I think I think the the lack of Stimmy like is is a really big part of it, right? Um, yeah. Stimmy was such a bailout. You could just it was sack, it was sack fifty yeah. rounds and spike. It, it was really hard to like lose streak infinite hit Stimmy and keep losing. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, the moment you cash to me, you're just bing chilling. Exactly. It was really hard to, like, yeah. And then everyone else eventually had to, like, hit to me as well. Like, like so, so lobby HPs would be close by the end of it anyway. So, like, even if you're, like, 100, like, 90 HP at the start, it's in your best interest to stack down to Stimmy because it's so many extra resources. Yeah. It's like, it's like playing Mercs. 
But yeah, you don't have any of that this time though, which is why some lobbies is like, there's a guy on 100 HP and there's a guy on like 15 HP. <laughs> <laughs> All the pandas to the cat list. All right. <laughs> All the pandas to the cat list. <laughs> that guy's cracked. That guy. That guy. That guy found me at the start of the set. Every game is fast eight into Jinx. Oh god. Now Jinx doesn't even make a difference. I get Jinx too. I'm like, oh, I'm still losing every round. Okay, thanks, Ergot. Oh, uh, uh, the reason why Jinx feels really nerfed as well is the, yeah. the targeting bug. The yeah. targeting bug. Really bug yeah. She just jumps, stops attacking half the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think the only comp Jinx does well in right now is the arcane comp. Arcane comp? Yeah, you have Singe frontline. Uh, oh, it's, it's Singe, the arcane. Singe Warwick frontline with Victor Jace backline. You need to put Jace right. and Victor together. You can't frontline Jace because if you don't have Victor and Jace together, they don't have the buff. The right, buff. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you have Bi frontline as well and Jinx backline. Uh, you have Heimendinger for Scholar. Right, right. And Wait, you, it's literally just go, all the arcane characters. You go nine for <laughs> Ka- you go nine for, <laughs> nine for Caitlyn. Yep, you, you yeah. go nine yeah. for Caitlyn. No, 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 no. Three and four, so. Yeah. <laughs> three and four. So. <laughs> that's I think that's the only comp Jinx is good in right now. And then you just hope to get enforcer yeah. spat. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to get enforcer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like half the time I would lobby is with Urgot, it's not even because of Urgot, it's because I like I started in the victor and then the victor just does infinite. But yeah, yeah it's really, it feels really hard to win with Urgot and can get my life. You need yeah, like sure. you need a secondary carry. You need like a Yumi two or a Jace two to win. You need a bunch of legendaries for sure. Yeah, because it's not as strong as before. And also they nerfed the opener for the, the gateway to Ergot, right? Which is Mercs. Like Mercs just felt like yeah, the Mercs was the Mercs was the big one for sure. So nerfing Mercs just uh, Ergot's kind of hard to get to right now. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's still fine. Sometimes you roll down trying to play Jin and you hit Ergot. It's fine to play uh, Ergot. You just play whatever you hit and you just accept. It's like sometimes your... like. Sometimes you were already playing up Bruiser frontline, you natural the Mundo, and it's like, oh fuck. I guess yeah, really yeah. Just... You just you just got into a fourth or third unless you were Mega Harvey, and that's fine. Sure. You have to. I think with TFT is you have to understand that you can't win every game. Absolutely. Uh, some games, some games you're playing for six, and that's okay. That's fine. It's just more making the six a six and not an eight. That's how you climb, mm. right? Yeah. Some sure. games are just doomed. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you reckon? What do you reckon, Cutler? We got a couple more questions, I think, in the in the chat. Plenty in the, especially in the uh, in the week uh, in the week chat. Hey, mind, hold up, hold up. Where are they at? I'm like, calling. All right, guys, I'm doing Sol's uh, job here. Hold on a second. Please don't, please don't kill me. Don't kill me, guys. If, uh, my email address is. Uh... <laughs> where, where are the questions, real quick? Where are the questions? Hold on, quick? they're in. They're me. in episode six on the Discord. Okay, bet. I'm sorry. I'm tro- I was trolling. I apologize. Okay, cool. I right, bet. We're chilling. Uh, let me quickly run through. Let me quickly through these. Um, okay, these are, all these are pretty for fun. But um, okay, I can, we can just start with this one, I guess. So, uh, what are what are like your sort of set six TFT hot takes? Hot takes? Yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, hot takes? I don't have any hot takes. I think um, that... Um, I, I'll, gi- I'll give one as well. If you want to dance the think, Trigger. Yeah, you, you give one while I think of a hot mm. take. I think um, uh, that Lissandra's been overpowered this whole time and nobody's playing it. Wait, wasn't that common knowledge? I don't know. I feel like that's. I, like, I, I don't see any. I don't see any. Actually, you know what? 
I think everyone knows it's OP, but like no one plays it. I, I kind of agree. Like literally, no one plays that shit for some reason. She's I, she's really good into AD comps. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I'm not saying it anyway. I don't think it's I don't think it's forcible, but literally, like no one plays that shit for some reason. Oh, my hot take is Sion is still a fucking beast. I think Sion's a beast. We basically yeah, spent the last twenty thing. minutes talking Sion's about how broken Sion is again. <laughs> oh, Zyra is broken. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with Keith. Zyra is fucking broken. That unit's so good. Holy shit. Zyra is broken. Yeah, uh, trust us, trust us. That unit's so good. Wait, wait, that unit's actually insane, no? Like, uh, I went yeah. full circle on this. We had like an episode three weeks ago where Soul was like, guys, no, no, just no, play I, fucking I stand Zyra. by that. I think Zyra's like hella broken. I think it's like. I, I had Zyra 3 1 games and anything. No, I don't think you make Zyra. I don't think you make Zyra 3. I think it's like Zyra, Zyra 2 is like plenty good, no? Also, like, she does infinite damage, like when you have um the Syndicate board with like fucking Tia. I don't know. I, I like Trojan, JG, Archangel, Zyra. She didn't do anything. Oh, no, 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 you don't, you don't, you don't have a stacker. No, 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 you, you don't ever put items on her. It's just, it's just, oh, it's Zyra cost. It's just Zyra cost. It's literally just, oh, yeah, oh, we've used Zyra three. We're not talking about Zyra carry. We're not talking about Zyra carry. We're just talking about util. Yeah, we're just talking about util Zyra. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I had a Zyra three randomly because I had Critic, okay, yeah. I just randomly got a Zyra three. I thought, oh, maybe I'll just stack the Zyra three. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, 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 I'm pretty sure that's actually shit. But, um, util Zyra is hella good. That makes sense. Yeah, right, yeah, I, yeah. Get, I get how you tilt it through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, always stuns the backline. And if everyone's playing Jin, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just play Sion, is what I'm saying. So, no, no, I think sounds pretty good. I think it sounds like very, very good. But yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, cool. Um, next one. Thoughts on, uh, thoughts on TFT. Thoughts on, sorry, sorry. Thoughts on the longevity of uh, TFT as a game. Oh, honestly, I thought TFT was gonna die after last set, <laughs> but uh, I think this set this set's kind of promising. Like I said before, mm -hmm. the streamers are coming back to TFT, so if the big streamers promote TFT and then with duo mode coming in as well, if once duo mode is established, I think TFT is gonna pop off. No Casper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of I kind of love that everyone's coming back. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> there has to look. The the two sets or the, like the ends of the game where like, where it's like oh nobody's fucking playing this shit anymore were the two sets where the balance was like the most boring like where not where, like no big yep. changes were happening or there was like no crazy mm -hmm. shit going on like set sure, sure. uh four point five and five point five basically where like there wasn't yeah radiant items bedge bedge yeah <laughs> radiant items bedge augments works yeah and then mm -hmm. like <laughs> fucking set. Set 4.5, it's like, oh, you know, for four weeks, everyone's just playing Keepers. Oh, like... I, I... <laughs> Guil guilty as charged. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I everybody here. I was not playing Razzle for that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, sure. a lot of those times, it's like, a, you know, those are the times when, like, everyone's just fucked off from TFT, basically. It's like, oh, it's a bit mm -hmm. boring. Nothing much is changing. Nothing crazy is happening. Whereas, like, set three, it's like, Holy fuck, I've got 80 health, or holy fuck, I've got a fucking four cost. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, holy the... shit, I've got fucking 30 gold at 2 1. I'm like insane. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Fun and exciting moments. That's yeah. So you do, you get to have those fun moments, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Like, love that. And that's yep. why people are fucking playing, because that's the only way to keep it cool, basically. There's a fine line, though, between competitive and fun. Oh, like, yeah. The sure. more, the, the, like, the more fun TFT is, the less competitive it is. Yeah. So there's a there's a fine line that they have to like yeah. get. And they've certainly towed it for a little while, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean right. I'm curious didn't... to see the sets. Yeah. Kind of see it. 
they will have learned a lot from set three, you know, which were like the bit the first big, big tournaments, right? Like big ones, like big global tourneys in set three. They will have learned a lot from like what made set three so fun and so good. Um uh, you know, Mort talked a little bit about it in one of his rundowns a long time ago, in like set early set five, where it was like, dude, everybody loved set three. And like we need you know, we were trying to like they basically spent a whole lot of time trying to figure out why that was. So I trust that they'll I trust that they'll get it right, basically, from now on. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Mm. Rage. 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 <laughs> Rage, exactly. Alright. Yeah. Um we could talk very briefly on, <laughs> uh, on look, uh... look, when I reached out for questions to my friends who give us questions for these shows, I got a lot of fucking stupid ones back. So the ones that I, I kept look sorry i love you guys thank it's you okay. so much for asking us questions uh, especially in the, in the twitch chat but we got some fun for fun ones tonight that's for sure and a lot of a lot about yeah, yeah. a lot about some for fun stuff I, every arcane's on everybody's mind they got like six different questions about arcane. yeah that, that's what i was gonna say yeah it's it's the arcane question um do you think people who love arcane should play tft more than league of legends <laughs> yes they should yes. play arcane. i mean they should play tft and hard force arcane Con. <laughs> only only pick up the arcane <laughs> units please it's yeah, fucking yeah. broken there's some secret synergy that i think more like put in the code or something but when you have the arcane units together they, they're so broken this one time yeah. i put victor i put victor and jace backline together and the power of friendship <laughs> in arcane like, they just want me to game yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, holy fuck it's too funny um yeah no I, I mean i i feel i feel like i feel like anyone who's been traumatized by uh regular league of legends uh can uh 100 percent. Uh, i mean i hate league i think league is so bad i also hate league I think, but, and that comes from someone who played it for eight years <laughs> you know so yeah. there's two different kinds of league people is, i think league is decent to fun with friends and absolutely miserable without friends so yeah hmm. yeah then you have to hire all friends like bro. you have to hire all friends so TFT, you yeah. don't have to <laughs> yeah true yeah, yeah come, look, <laughs> should, look. I, should i ask the next question color i don't know look, i will just <laughs> say not, that just on, on that final thing oh, i will okay. just say like yeah, yeah. just play tft like it's fun league of legends is not fun unless you've got four friends don't fucking play that game come and play, come and play tft she yeah. like played league a lot and now she starts playing tft she loves it she's fucking addicted i see her at 4 a.m playing on mobile yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. The last question that we have to, like prepared was who should play Mort Dog in the TFT TV show like Arcane? Oh wait, let me <laughs> let me look this up. <laughs> oh, I'm down for um. I'm I down actually... for Seth Rogen. No. Seth <laughs> Rogen. I'm down for Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill. <sighs> He's got okay. the beard going going on, you know. Yeah, you you need you need a good beard. That's for sure. I'm down, I'm down for Sephirian. Hmm. You know, I thought I thought Russell Crowe would be a really good Mort Dog. Russell Crowe, wait, could <laughs> be a scary Mort Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that could be a direction. Yeah. I think I think Sephirian has like the, the goofy. Yeah. Susan <laughs> Sakal. Fuck it, Jack Black. Agreed. <laughs> oh my, Jack that'd be Black. so oh, good. Jack Black will work, right? He's got like the fucking crazy beard going right now. Yeah, yeah, as, long, yeah, yeah. as long as it's not like Adam Sandler. Like, no, 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 hell no. All my homies hate Adam Sandler. Yeah, no, not like. <laughs> Look, oh, I'm kind of down for Jack Black. I think that's actually a great idea. I'm down for Jack Black. 
He just needs to get a bit like a little salt and peppery, like Mort Dog, you know. Mm, Jack sure. Black, someone do a Photoshop. It's a deep fake. Any deep fakes? Deep fake. <laughs> Any deep fakes a chat? <laughs> deep fake Mort Dog's face onto Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Oh, he actually looks so much like Mort Dog. No glizzing. He does. He actually does. Resemblance is low key uncanny. I do. I think that we should get Selma Hayek to play Soju. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be my idea. I'd really love it if they like everybody else except for Jack Black was like a gender swapped, absolutely unnecessary change. Yeah, like for no re- like for no reason. Like it was just it was just Jack Black and then like fifty of the like the hottest actors in the entire world. Like, you know. oh fuck! All the, big, all the big streamers are like just live, random. Live action arcane. Live action arcane. Yeah. Drazi oh, says that you should just uh, play Bolt Dog, you know? It's just a suggestion. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad it's, idea. It's not bad. It could work. Mm. It could work. I'd love to play Mort Dog. I do have the salt and pepper. I'm not going to show it, but I do. I, you know. Salt and pepper? Mm. It's like black and silver hair. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I see, I see, I see. Mm. Mm. Kind of love that. Soul TFT soul played TFT. by Halle Berry. <laughs> Agreed. I don't even know who that is. Catwoman. I didn't know Halle Berry. Oh. Are you trolling? I'm trolling, dude. I'm actually trolling. Oh, PG. That was pretty much... <laughs> Look, the quality of questions tonight. I think they were pretty good. All things considered, I think that's a fucking yeah, great question. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> I think that's a fucking great right. question. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all the scheduled questions that we had. So if anyone um has anything else... Um, Look, guys, if you got anything yeah. in chat, now's the time to answer before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. That is, oh, that's actually an interesting one. Why does everyone hate Hyperol? The augment or like the, the mode? No, 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 no. The, 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 the fucking game mode. <laughs> the game, oh, I think it's so game boring. Mode. I think it's really boring. I don't know. I, I okay. It was fun when I played with like roots and stuff. We we just like two v two the hyper roll. So we we would, like get in a lobby of eight and play against each other. And, and I think that was the only time I had fun with hyper roll. Otherwise, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Mm. What what's my incentive to play hyper roll? I don't want exactly. to play a, a quick TFT yeah. game. Yeah, and there's like no competitive incentive. There's no there's nothing to play for. It's like. I don't I don't learn anything about TFT when I play Hyperall. Yeah. I'd rather play normal TFT like normals, you know, like I'm not even ranked. Right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we can run if fast fly... in TFT now, so no incentive. Agreed. Five 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 asks, um, who's Chunga's favorite hardstock masters player and why is it five five? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh pass. Pass. <laughs> just Hardstock tries to get themselves on it. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like Hyperall gets too much flack. I mean, I just think that we're probably the wrong demographic to ask about Hyperall because we're like we're all like semi, either semi competitive or just like ladder sweats. But um, I think I think Hyperall is okay for like people who just play casually, people who just play for fun. It's yeah. fine if you want to learn comps, right? Like you mm-hmm. play Hyperall, yeah. you you get to the comp faster, so you learn how to like what units to buy and stuff like that. So that, I guess that's good. But if you're playing competitively or you're trying to, you have like rank goals and stuff like that, it's probably not as fun. 
Yeah, yeah there, there, there is there is an incentive to play hyper role, I guess, if you're like trying to learn. If I worked at an office job and I got thirty minutes for lunch and I really wanted to play TFT, I guess I would play hyper role. <laughs> Other than that, I, I, the game I, would, I would just take <laughs> I would just take thirty minutes and a fifteen minute toilet break to play a yeah. full game. <laughs> but that's, that's just the, the tech. Yeah, sorry guys, my bus was late. <laughs> don't do that, guys. If you have a real job. I don't know. Do something else on your lunch break. Don't play TFT. I've I've been playing TFT on my lunch breaks. It's it's been pretty mm. fun. Agreed. Really? Yeah. Don't don't don't. No snitches. No snitches to my work. Guys, don't tell anybody. <laughs> anybody here that knows where Chunga works, don't tell anybody. Yeah, no snitches. And anybody that, from his work that may be listening to this now or in the future, he's kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cut. It's cut. <laughs> All right, let's get one more question in here. I think this is a good one from Firefly. How do you adjust from one patch to the next? And I'll preface this by saying oh, that's that a good one. we talked to Angora last week and mm-hmm. and Razer, and we were like, have you looked at the changes? And they're like, nah, fuck it. So I think there's like two different people, uh, uh, two different kinds yeah, of people. I'm, I'm who, kind of the same. And you're like, nah, I don't really care about the changes. I'll just play. Someone will tell me what's good. Like, is that sort of like you feel kind of like that's the just how you do it? Uh, how I yeah for me at least I don't I don't really look at the changes until they come out. Once they come out, I do look at them. I I try I do try and understand what got nerfed, what got buffed. But I'll still play the same way and then see how much weaker they feel because you won't really know until you play it yourself, right? Yeah. So I, I like even though it sounds bad, I would still play the nerf comps at the start, see how much weaker they feel, mm. and then maybe after a day, you go on like the streams and stuff, see what other people are playing. What what different builds they're building? Um, what units they aren't playing anymore? What units they are playing now instead? And then you just add that to your game as well, and then you just uh, play like normal, I guess. But yeah, it's 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 like, but the the biggest the biggest ones are like okay, for example, I think what Firefly is referring to is style. So if there's one beyond broken comp, and you hard force that garbage for like the entire the entire patch, when it gets nerfed, you are fucked because you literally don't know how to play the game. <laughs> Right? That's, yeah. like the that's like that's the biggest thing. It's just fine to play normally. Like You don't have to one-trick like a certain comp. Just, just play normally, learn the yeah. game, and then when you learn the game, your patch transitions become easier. Because when you, when you do have to face the problems of one-tricking, like I know when Helion's got nerfed, that, that was sad. That was a sad time. I think it. Um, I think it's always really good to start with learning everything. That way, you have a baseline. And yeah, then... yeah. You have, you have like a foundation, right? So you, you can mm-hmm. always go back to it. Yeah, if something's like egregiously powerful in a specific patch, you can just twenty twenty it. But then, like, it's not like you've forgotten how to play the game. Like, you've got plenty of games logged on all these other carries that you can just fall back on. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I still believe the best way to play is playing normally and then playing the broken shit from the spots that are very good to play the those certain yeah. broken stuff yeah, sure. because you are handicapping yourself okay, if you if you think like some comp is super broken you and you're like you, you get on your high horse and you're like ah, i'm not playing this broken shit you're, you're just handicapping yourself, right for sure, for sure. so like it's just good to like play normally and then like if you have the spot to play broken shit just play it and then you get yeah play. absolutely for sure for sure yeah and i think the... there are um i didn't mean to cut you off Do you oh, want no to that's okay yourself? i was just gonna say in the case of like if you're playing something like, I'll use, let's just say, like, Vex for an example, right? Let's say next mm-hmm. patch, Vex doesn't get, like, absolutely nerfed to the ground, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, like, don't, you don't need to change everything. 
you can keep playing Vex for the first like ten games of your new of your like your new patch experience. As opposed to, like, obviously, but Scion's, like, one of those ones where it's, like, okay, he's literally unusable in the state he was 24 hours ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess from that perspective, you're, like, well, I guess I better learn something else or, like, fall back on another way to play. Or just, like, the play patterns are, you know, can be relatively similar. It's not, like, a you know, the end of the world to play the way you were going to play if you were playing Scion and then just substitute another mm-hmm. unit in or two units whatever it may be you know you're not like you're not like handicapped forever just because the like the unit you were playing for a week is like less good you can just change like you know don't overcomplicate yourself just like change that unit like see what happens like oh i'm playing another four cost carry in this comp that i usually play okay yeah maybe i went fifth maybe i went sixth. maybe it didn't feel good okay well I'll swap another couple of things around, like, oh, maybe if I'm, like, not rolling for Galio, I can roll for this, whatever. Whatever the case may be. I just think that, like, if you overcomplicate yourself, you're going to really get into the headspace where, like, like, you don't want to be in the headspace, like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Because you still know how to play TFT. You're still good at the game. Like, obviously, if you're, like, playing in Masters or above, you at the very least have, like, a basic idea of when the what the good units are, when to roll blah 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 just do that don't overcomplicate yourself you know like just just play normal and just swap out swap out a unit at a time and, and until you get there i think that's another thing that I, I like to teach people when i'm coaching them as well it's like take a little while to swap your board over don't do it all in one turn because you'll fucking confuse yourself yeah you know don't, the, don't try to put too much on your plate just, the be- it's, yeah it's, it's, okay. it's okay to do two turns transitions it's fine yeah I exactly like everybody does like some people take like fucking four turns like one one turn you've got like an ergot two on your board the next turn like oh shit i need to buy gins or something it's like Mm -hmm. you know it's not it's not like it's not a bad thing it actually will at the end of the day make you a better player playing like that so just take it easy don't don't stress yourself out the more the like if you get stressed in a game of tft it's like where the fuck do you come back from like oh shit (laughs) fuck man like I don't know. We've talked to a lot of people who don't get stressed on ladder and things like that. But if you are one of those people that's like freaking out, like, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I play? Like, you're just not doing yourself any favors, really, by freaking out. Mm-hmm. So that would be my advice. Chill. I think, um, yeah, I think a good piece of advice for like, because I get like people as well who like just ask me like, you know, what comp should I play? You know, like, blah, blah, blah. I, I was just like, I feel like I feel kind of bad giving them this answer because it feels kind of half-assed. But like my legitimate answer is just like just just, just play the game and like well just you know experiment and like you know, if it's not good you will learn it's not good and then legit like just trial and error basically. It's like a lot more fun like way to play the game instead of being like I have to buy these units every single game I have to end up with this specific comp every single game. But yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sheldon keeps guides. Yeah, for sure. So that's a good place to find people, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a good guide. That's a good one. Yeah. I followed Kajaus's pictures at the start of the set. I remember I was playing this PB tourney, and Kajaus just sent me a picture. And I copied the exact picture. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a picture of the comp and the way to position the units. I just copied the exact comp, and I went, like, top four or two games. I yeah, like I, I also recommend that guide. The lit guide. It's a good guide. I, I, yeah, I looked through it a bunch myself as well. It's pretty good. 
yeah, guys, I'm pretty sure that's going to conclude our episode for today. I mean, we covered an absolute mountain. I'm really glad that we got a bunch of questions in too. I'd like to just end off here by thanking our guest, Chuna, for coming on today. It's been a real pleasure to have you. So thank you so much for being here. No problem. No problem. And look, now yeah. is uh, now's, um, uh, your chance to just sort of uh, just, you know, plug yourself where you stream, you know, your socials or anything like that. Just get it out there for anyone that doesn't know you. Uh, uh, I stream at twitch.tv chunga with one zero as a second O. And my Twitter where I post TFT stuff is chunga10. Wonderful. Uh, the most important person to me in all of this is, of course, my co-host, Sol. <laughs> and I just want to thank him once again for being here and saving me uh, another yeah, week you. of embarrassment. <laughs> no 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 hardly guys we're gonna let Chunga get out of here we're gonna say thank you and then uh, that's it for the podcast so thank you so much for joining us for episode 6 if you were listening live if you were listening on the audio that is Chunga and that is with an O let me just make sure it's an O second it's or an, zero, a, a zero second, second. okay yeah. alright yeah good thank you thank you for having me it was, it was fun yeah thanks for coming on it was really fun <laughs> yeah we love that All right, Chunga, thank you so much, brother. See you later. See ya. Bye-bye.